0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: Well, we are considering the healing anointing in this particular class, at this particular time. Now, the Word of God said in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Now, there's that word anointing again. Who went about doing good and healing so anointed to heal, all that were oppressed of the devil. Well now, just how did this anointing work? See, we we have a lot of thoughts in our minds sometimes and the way we imagine it did, but the only way to really find out is just simply to look at the
0: ministry of Jesus. Welcome to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Whether you're a longtime listener or new to our program, we're glad you're here. Today we continue Reverend Kenneth E. Hagin's classic series, "The Healing Anointing," taken from Volume Two. And in a moment, I'll be back to give you details about this month's special radio offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin. You could open your Bibles to
1: these two openings that we used for uh, more or less a general overall text. One of them is found in Isaiah, the uh, 10th chapter and the uh, 27th verse. Just the latter part of the verse we use for the text. Otherwise, you could make it a text or you could use it also as a subject. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So, we say it like this sometime, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Well, that's saying the same thing, isn't it? Or we say it like this sometime, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. If it destroys it, it breaks it. Well, this is healing school, so we'll apply it to that. You see, it is the anointing that breaks the yoke of sickness. And if you don't know, that sickness is a yoke. Well, you haven't been sick, not much at least. Amen, isn't that right? But thank God for the anointing. Everybody say, thank God for the anointing. Thank God for the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. And uh, then another text we looked at, and we'll just just briefly was, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord by my spirit. Now then let's turn to Luke's gospel, the 4th chapter, and read something more about the spirit, about the anointing. We'll start reading with the 14th verse. All right, Luke chapter 4 verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the spirit. I notice the word power in connection with the Spirit, into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up far to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet, Esaias, or that is Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me. Now notice the word anointed in connection with the word spirit. In the other verse, notice the word power in connection with the word spirit. But the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now you could sum all that up that he said by just picking out. For words he has anointed me to preach and to heal. Well, we are considering the healing anointing in this particular class, at this particular time. Now the word of God said in Acts ten thirty eight, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Now there's that word anointed again. Who went about doing good and healing, so anointed to heal. All that were oppressed of the devil. Well now just how did this anointing work? See we we have a lot of thoughts in our minds sometimes and the way we imagine it did. But the only way to really find out is just simply to look at the ministry of Jesus. See what the Word of God said about it. Now, you understand, of course, that he ministered in various ways. Healing. There was not always a transfer of power from him to them or anointing. Sometimes there were. He ministered to uh, the ten lepers and just said, never touched them. No power flowed out of him to them. He just said to them, Go to the high priest and offer the sacrifice for your cleansing. And as they went, they were healed. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't that right? The centurion came to Jesus on the behalf of his servant who had the palsy and was grievously tormented. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. And the centurion said, Master, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. Just speak the word only. You see, his servant was some distance away. Just speak the word only. And, and my servant will be healed. For I'm a man under authority, and I say to this man, come, and he cometh, to this one go, and he goeth. Well, Jesus turned then and said to the crowd, I've not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. Well, now, there wasn't any anointing that flowed to Jesus into that man. He's some distance away. The centurion just acted on the word of Jesus. You see, faith in God's word works, whether there's any uh, anointing, individual anointing or not. The word of God's already anointed. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, their spirit and power. Holy men of old wrote as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. This word is the anointed word of God. Amen, isn't that true? The nobleman who came to Jesus in the fourth chapter of John's Gospel on the behalf of his uh, son, who was sick, nine to death. And uh, Jesus said to him, now notice this, thy son liveth, go thy way. And the man believed the word which Jesus had spoken. What if he hadn't believed it? Well, his son wouldn't have been healed. But he believed the word which Jesus had spoken and departed. Now, he can't see that his son liveth because it was, the, it was sometime, actually the next day before he got back home. So he departed believing the words that Jesus spoke that his son liveth. And he, uh, when he got home the next afternoon, as you read that fourth chapter, uh, his servants saw him coming, ran and met him and said, thy son liveth. And he inquired or asked what time did he begin to amend? And they said, yesterday about the seventh hour. That's a one o'clock in the afternoon, our time. The fever left him, they said. Amen. Well, now, you see, uh, he couldn't see or have evidence that his son was healed until the next day. He traveled that far. So Jesus, you see, was at least a day's journey away from that son. He didn't touch him. He didn't lay hands on him. There wasn't any transfer of power. You see, you have to realize that there is no set way. There is no set way by which folks may receive healing. Amen. There There are a number of methods. Amen. Praise God. And thank God all of them work. But now, right at this time, we're just emphasizing this one, that is the healing anointing. Now, you see, if you had to be ministered to with someone anointed with healing power, then you'd really be into it if you were at a distance and couldn't get to them. Amen. Isn't that right? But thank God you can just believe God's Word and receive healing for yourself. That's the reason we keep teaching that side of it all the time. But right on the other hand, everybody's not at that level, and so therefore we endeavor to teach and preach all of it and minister to people on all levels of faith and by all methods of healing. So we wouldn't leave the impression at all that this is the only way to minister. We just want to make the point that it's one way to minister, and it is scriptural, and it is biblical. Amen. And the reason that I emphasize it is because primarily that's the way I minister. Someone else may emphasize a different method because they minister that way.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about a special offer called Health Food Devotions. On October 1st, 1979... Reverend Kenneth e. Hagan began prayer and healing school on the campus of Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Health Food is a compilation of his teachings on healing during that first year. This devotional will surely strengthen your faith regarding healing. The book, Health Food Devotions, has been discounted for you, our radio and podcast listeners. So to order your copy for only $1275, please call us toll-free at one 888 Faith 99. Once again, that number is 1 Faith 99, and we'll get that right out to you. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help you with marriage, children, work, finances, and so much more. So write in or call us and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
2: If you're in our area, come, come visit and visit the church. Yes. But hey, right now, We have one of the greatest displays of Christmas lights. Oh, absolutely. That you're going to find anywhere. People come in here from Missouri and Arkansas and Texas and and Kansas and all over to come down and see the Rhema lights. Uh, Over 2 million lights. Over 2 million lights. lights. Uh, We've been listed with some of the top 10 as one of the top 10. Uh, displays yes. in the whole US. Yes. And that's right. you want to come see it? We're right here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma at 1025 West Kenosha Street in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. That's right. 110 acres with I don't know yes. how many buildings. And I mean, it is something to see. Absolutely. I mean, over in the park. We got a bridge that's got, I think they said it had 64,000 lights on, LED lights on it, and they're all set to music. music yes. And then there's a whole bunch of characters and all things right on the other side, and it's all set to music, and it is something else to see. It so is. I want to invite you to come see that. Call 1
0: 888 Faith 99 to purchase Kennethy e. Hagan's book, Health Food Devotions, for only $12.75. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue to bring the very best of Kenneth E. Hagan. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.